0: you're tuned into the biggest balls of them all that's right playing with balls podcast we got sports and comedy for that ass you about to go downtown bitch on the only podcast that sports platinum and brunette chicks that's right playing with balls podcast you dig
1: hey t hey
0: what's going on
1: how's your life
0: eh you know same old (laughs) (laughs) nothing exciting
1: I heard it's raining there a lot. Are you like? Oh
0: yeah, actually, now that you mention it, really, it's downpouring. Like I'm like right next to the window, and it looks like there's like a hurricane coming.
1: Oh wait, I'm gonna have to. Do you think it's gonna rain when I come home? Can you predict that? (laughs) I'm coming (laughs) home the 11th. I'll put my
0: uh, spidey senses to work.
1: (laughs) How's the new house? The new house that um, is my new bedroom house.
0: I'm actually in that bedroom right now. Oh yeah.
1: Is my bed comfortable?
0: well this is not the bed you're sleeping on but because we're painting the master bedroom still so we're still working on that
1: so where am i sleeping we
0: don't don't like have a lot of furniture in here right now so far you don't have Um, a a
1: lot of furniture so we
0: have it it's just sitting at her parent uh, carly's parents house because um like literally we're redoing almost every single room so very uh, very exciting and annoying
1: yeah um so, but yeah, is like my bed gonna be comfortable? Yeah. <laughs> that's all I care about. <laughs> Why well, is it um, you
0: know Anna. it's cool with me, but yeah, it should be comfortable.
1: Um, you don't sound like that's a definitive answer. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's
0: um Carly's bed, so I think mine's better. But you know,
1: whatever. All right. Well, okay. as long as I have somewhere to sleep, that's fine. Because now go. we can't sleep at Megan's house because she's having a baby. By the so our sister's having a baby, and uh, she lives right around the corner from you. And I was getting so annoyed because it's like the it's like the first grandchild in our family, right? And f- which is good for me because it takes the pressure off of me having oh, to have me kids. Too. Yeah, and you, yes, yeah. so, because our middle sister's having Meg's having kids, but it's like nobody. It's like it's like the news of the fucking hour with this unborn baby. Like that whole like Facebook message thread we were on yesterday with all of these people, like from all the different families, about who he looks like in the womb, and I feel like they were starting to have a battle, and that's <laughs> when I popped in and was like, I think he looks like me with a wig on, and then everybody just stopped talking. (laughs) (laughs) But you're in it. I'm not in it. So congratulations. I was just watching.
0: I thought it was pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm excited to come home and throw a baby shower. I mean, I'm not excited to throw a baby shower, but I'm excited to see you and Carly and do some shows in Philly. Plug for me. I'm I'm featuring for the hilarious Eleanor Kerrigan on June 12th at Comedy Works in Bristol, PA. And then also for uh Eleanor Kerrigan again at the Parks Casino in Ben Salem on the sixteenth. And I you know, I play on a summer football league now. I was telling you this with uh Brett Ernst, the comedian, yeah. uh the fucking Cowboys fan. And um he's gonna be in Philly that week and he thinks he's gonna be performing at Punchline. He's pretty uh, sure. Because- so I'm probably gonna end up featuring for him too. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. He's still been talking shit. We had a whole conversation <laughs> well, this what do Sunday. You, what do because he's a Cowboys fan, and he told me I'm not allowed to wear any Eagles gear to the game, uh, to our football games. So um, on purpose, I wore my my new black Eagles hat. It's pretty hot, actually. I, I like, really like it. It's like dope. I got it for free. And he was like, "Fucking typical Eagles fan, like blah blah blah." And I was like, "Whatever, dude. All your players are criminals." So yeah, pretty much. Maybe we'd win a Super Bowl if we had more criminals on our team. Apparently, that's the that's the way to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's been a lot
1: in the headlines lately.
0: Yeah. Uh Lucky Whitehead today. I'm one of their young wide receivers even he just got arrested and they released him, so What
1: did, did he think, get arrested for?
0: I think it's did
1: he? I'm pretty sure i read <laughs> that he stole a dog or something i'm not really too sure why would he steal a dog i don't know I, I might
0: be wrong. honestly i might be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure that's what i saw <laughs> what's his name again i mean if it's not I, if it's not it's actually funnier if he stole a dog so i'm just gonna keep it
1: i so actually that. hope he stole a dog because that would make him a fucking cowboys football player and that's what they can because people keep getting arrested in the off season. Yeah.
0: And it's been low-key, except for um, Ezekiel Elliott, which obviously would make headlines. Oh, yeah. A, but, I mean, the players are losing. It's not good for them. Uh, they're losing a lot of defensive players, too, because of this. And the defense is already not that good. I think the, the division could be wide open now if it like, keeps this trend going on.
1: I think this is the best thing that could happen to Philadelphia Eagles is... That are big and and football in general. That um, America's dubbed team, the Dallas Cowboys, isn't losing players because of injuries. They're losing players because of jail.
0: <laughs> yeah, and wait until they start losing players for injuries.
1: Because they're a bunch of crooks. And you know what? Yeah. If that was happening in Philly, that would not go down so well. People would be shitting on us right now.
0: No, no. I mean, we have players that have issues like Nigel Branning, but um, it's not anything major of what's going on over there.
1: Yeah, I know. But I just yeah. think it's funny because it's the Cowboys. So suck it, Cowboys. Oh, by yeah. the way, I just bought tickets. So the Eagles are playing two times in L.A. this year because now yep. we have the Chargers yep. and the Rams. I think I've talked about this. I've had trouble actually getting tickets to the October game for the Chargers because they're, uh, the stadium is so much smaller. So they're, like, really expensive. But I really? D- But I definitely have tickets to the Rams in December. And the cool thing about that, I have really good seats, too. But the cool thing about that is, um, so the other, I have to tell you this, the other day, this girl that I know, she's, a I know you're not going to know what this is, a Reiki healer. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that I is? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> All right, well, a different conversation for a different podcast day. There we go. But anyway, she's from Philly, um, and I met her because I like watched her French Bulldog once, Um, Skyla because you know I have a bulldog an English bulldog and I like to watch bulldogs so she mentioned she was from Philly but this girl does not seem as if she's into sports whatsoever well so she she messages me the other day and she's like I have a ton of extra Philadelphia gear and I'm just gonna give it to a homeless person like is there any chance that you would want it and I was like yeah I mean what why would you give it to an LA homeless person like she's like I'm cleaning out my closets and I'm not that into sports and I was like all right well yeah I'll take it I'll like you know donate it or something to like Philadelphia homeless (laughs) people (laughs) come on (laughs) you know and so she drops this bag of swag off at my house and it is awesome she got she gave me two Eagles hats two jerseys uh, one of them's Garcia jersey, though, but... um, uh, I know. That's our homeless person. I know. I probably will. And uh, it looks like it could fit a baby. And then the other <laughs> one is... Um, I think it's a Vic jersey. I have to see what it is. No, it's a Vic jersey. And then... Um, it's not a bad one. No, it's not. And then also... Let me actually look at it right now because it's, it's bothering me. I'm, I'm staring at it. Hold on. Because I got three. Hold on. What's the other one? This is uh, a... <laughs> Oh Westbrook jersey, is the third one. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. Too. Yeah, I nice mean it, it's gonna be real tight on me, but it's like whatever. And then on top of that, she gave me all these like cool like Phillies t shirts. She gave me like a Rocky Balboa t shirt. Um, so here I'm thinking this is gonna be like a bo- pile of shit, and it's like awesome. My favorite t shirt was a green t shirt that said, um, winning that says winning is for the birds. <laughs> that's pretty good, oh, that's right? Pretty cool. yeah, and yeah. I and it has a Philly. Yeah,
0: I mean, she wants to give me any of these shirts, too, you know. Well, just actually,
1: she gave she texted me because I haven't tried all of them on yet because one of them's like a long-sleeve one that says Fly Eagles Fly. And I haven't tried that on because it's long-sleeve and it's hot here because it's summer. And um, she told me that that's actually a men's shirt and it's going to be too big for me. And it's from the year they went to the Super Bowl in 2005. And so it's technically oh, nice. vintage. So yeah. I'll be bringing that home for you to see if it fits. Oh, and if not, I'll go. just keep it. Yeah, so I I did get one guy's shirt. So, anyways, I wear the um, I so I wear that immediately when I open up all this stuff. It's like great. It's like so much good stuff, just adding it to my collection. And I put on the uh, "Winning Is for the Birds" uh, t-shirt, and here's what happened because I I forget I'm in LA, and also. I'm in L.A., but also people don't know the Eagles. Like, people don't always know sports. Right. So I went to Trader Joe's to go grocery shopping, and these people were giving me the dirtiest, weirdest looks because all they saw was a shirt that said winning is for the birds. So think about if you see that and you have no idea what, about sports. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even know how you take that. Then.
1: I know. Isn't that funny? And so I'm like, why are people yeah. looking at me so strange? So I posted a picture of it because I thought it was so funny because I'm like, oh, yeah, sometimes I forget where I am. And so, this company called the Green Legion got in touch with me. Um, and I don't know if you have Have you heard of the Green Legion?
0: Uh, uh yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, they're always uh, the one guy always dresses up like pretty much every game, face paint and everything.
1: Yeah, but they right. well, the, the, the well, i he might. Oh uh, wait,
0: maybe I'm that's the wrong.
1: So I I feel like I've told you about them before because yeah, I yeah, went to do. when they when um the Eagles played uh, the 49ers at the old Candlestick uh Up in San Francisco before they switched uh, stadiums to Santa Clara, I my friend was t- my friend Fran who you met before. He was telling me about the Green Legion because it's a company that basically takes Philadelphia to all other cities for only away games. Oh uh,
0: yeah, remember? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, about, yeah. so
1: I bought tickets to the not this one Niners game one year. I don't remember what year it was. And I went through the Green Legion. And so what they do is they do a whole thing. Like, I, I didn't stay up there because I could drive when I lived up back up Northern California at the time. But I went to their tailgate and it was like a sea. I want to say it was close to 500 people from Philly. Like, you felt like you were there. And they were even more charged up because it was like an away game. Right. And this was when the Niners were good, too. And the Niners started, like, taking over maybe a bit of that, like, I don't know, like yeah, right, o- o- Harbaugh. Yeah, and uh, uh, Alex Smith was the quarterback. Right. And uh, who was their big uh, Frank Gore? Frank Gore. Was like a, yeah. you know was sort of. Yeah, st- they were good.
0: Their defense was re- uh, pretty pretty good those years. Too. Yeah.
1: So I mean, I even I even was in the stands in the Green Legion stands um, block. And there was like three or four fights. Not saying that's cool, but like it was like a it was like a real Eagles game. And so anyway, that's the Green Legion. And I always thought it was re- that was really cool because I think every team should do that. They should have a company that like brings the culture of their team to another city um, for all away games. And so anyway, I posted that picture and, you know, I did a bunch of hashtags. So this guy from the Green Legion reaches out to me and he's like, hey, we're going to be in L.A. for the Rams game in December. And I said, Oh, that's awesome because I have tickets to that game. And um, I was like, You know, but we should do something. I don't know. Like, we should, I'll like, give me some info. I I love the Green Legion. I'd love to link up. Long story short, he's like, Well, let me know if you have any shows because I'm bringing probably over a thousand people from Philly to LA, to Santa Monica. So I was like, Well, I'm a person who lives in Santa Monica. Who's from Philly? Who not only is a diehard Eagles fan, but I'm also a comedian, and I also have a sports podcast. So I feel like there's something here. So we All actually right, have right. A, we have a call scheduled, but it sounds like we might actually do a couple like sponsored events together. Where like That's I awesome. have a, I have like a bunch of Philly people coming to my shows. I'm gonna help them with the tailgate. I'm gonna like help them organize like their bar crawl and just like hang out with a bunch of Philly in LA for a week.
0: Cool. Yeah, no, and I know. That's awesome because, yeah, I hear they um, now that I think about it, actually, that's the reason why we travel so well. Um, we always have a big, um, fan base in any stadium we usually play in.
1: Well, and I think the Green Legion's like a big part of it, you know?
0: Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I think that must be one of the reasons why.
1: We, I think so because just because I've, I've actually, it wasn't like this random company that, uh, reached out to me. I've actually had experience with right. them because I've been to their tailgate before and I'm like oh my god did I just like get a thousand people to come to my show and I told him I said if we if we do something where we get all these Philly people to come to my one of my comedy shows I will definitely make it a point to tell like Eli Manning f- face jokes <laughs>
0: or something. But well, you, you have to. I mean, oh I have to. For a big crowd like that. <laughs> yeah I know.
1: So yeah so isn't that pretty cool so just literally from wearing that t-shirt that got me all these bad looks at uh, the grocery store. I got somebody who's like wanting to maybe even sp- sponsor this podcast in the future because they were li- they've been listening to Philly Bro Talk.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially that we're always hitting on great points. At least
1: That's we are hitting on great points. We're <laughs> like, you know, like we're throwing them bows out there, even though we're tired today. I'm tired because yeah. I just got back from play practice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, what, what is that? What are, so, you, what
1: are you doing there? Oh, Tyler, I, I'm i in a play.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: <laughs> and, you know, you know, it's not like West Effort Little Theater like when we were kids, yeah, you that's know?
0: A, that's like immediately what I was thinking of me oh, sitting fuck. on the stage staring at everybody. It, when
1: Megan and I were, like, dressed up as Indians? No. This is, okay, so it's a comedy play, and my friend tagged me in it because they were looking for, like, Blonde, like, 20, 30-somethings, com- uh, like, com- well, they didn't say comedians, but, like, for um, actors for a comedy play, and f- they wanted these people to have, like, really good timing. And um, Callie's, uh, Callie's mad because I was gone all day at the play. And
0: yeah, she sound- that sounds like a mean park.
1: <laughs> Callie, you know what? You're- you can't be in the play, too, okay? Not everybody wants you. Callie the bulldog, our third, our third person here, everybody. So that short break was me disciplining Callie because she likes to bark during every podcast. But anyways, um, I have no idea what I signed up for because I'm not a theater actor, you know? Like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. And I just figured it would be like regular acting. And it's a good experience for me. So I sent them this self audition tape where I had to like film myself. And they chose me, and I was like shocked because you know, I was just like, whatever, I try out for everything or I audition for everything. So then he, they threw me a fucking curveball. The whole person that I tried out for, the whole reason that I signed up for it in the first place, I got an email last night at 6 p.m. that they completely changed, they put me in a different role. So I was supposed to play this girl named Brianna. The one that I just described, the blonde, the comedian, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, there's been a change of plans. You're playing Ethel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a better name.
1: Yeah. So I don't know Ethel's lines. I don't know who Ethel is. I didn't develop Ethel as a character. So who, who the fuck is Ethel? Right. And that's like, so I had to go in there today and rehearse for three hours with real theater actors. Real theater actors like I even swear the one lady that's in my play I've seen her before like she's just like on Broadway or something
0: now do you have to sing in the play no no
1: no there's no singing uh, it's not a musical but I it is a comedy but I have to I had to like play I have to play this whole role now see if I'm a real theater actor I can I can figure I guess if I'm a real actor too but like let's just be honest the person I tried out for Was my type was I was like yes I like this role like I'll do it like it's not a lot of. how the hell
0: are you Ethel now?
1: They told me I'm Ethel, and then I'm like, well, dude, I can't, I don't, I'm not gonna like drop out. You know, it's still a good experience for me. It's it's shit pay. Um, it's not, but we have to I have to perform for five nights in a row, like in the first week of August. (laughs) Really? Yeah, but so, but a commitment there. But here's the thing, Ethel is an older lady who's ethnic with brown hair. And I'm like, we wouldn't, this doesn't make, they didn't explain it to me, like why I was going to be her. And then they said, I sound like an old lady when I talk, um, but I'm not an old lady. (laughs) And so I go in there and I'm like, "Hello everybody. My name is Ethel." And they're like, "You're playing the character all wrong." I'm like, "I don't know who this character is cuz you get this character makes <laughs> no fuck fucking sense." I did not I did not audition to play this role, but that's just what happens sometimes. They they saw my audition tape and for some reason they thought I should play Ethel. And I don't want to say anything about the casting directors here, but um I should not play Ethel because there's nothing about me. And so I had to do a three hour rehearsal and I'm just like, Oh God, I got everything wrong. I just felt like a, a dickhole. Like I was like, I just don't think that they're like, do you, can you wear glasses next time? I'm like, I don't even own glasses. I, my, I have really good eyesight. I don't have glasses. And they want her to be this like older lady. And then also, um, I also learned like, this is just probably something that would have happened anyway. I'm really bad at stage directions cuz I don't really know right. what it is. So they're like, "Come in upstage right and then cross <laughs> over in a cross functional crossover. That's not what it's called. I forget what it's called." And then go stage left and like bounce around and do a flip and I'm like, I like just walked into things. I went to the wrong <laughs> what the thing. What are you talking about? I don't know. I was supposed to go to a counter and ring someone up. I went to the dress closet by accident. <laughs> they're like what are you doing over there I was like I don't know either (laughs) so yeah that's how my last three hours was I really think when I left that everybody there was like oh this play could flop because it's because because Shannon is Ethel and I'm like you know guys I kind of think so too I I don't know why I'm playing Ethel to be honest if you put me in the role of Brianna That would be fine.
0: I'm I'm still confused how you even got into this play.
1: (laughs) I'm definitely not going to be promoting it on social media. You know what? I thought it would be good experience because it's something to put on my resume. It makes you more versatile. Like I've done theater before. Like I used to do improv and somebody, um, that a producer that I'm really good friends with found it for me and was like, Hey, they're looking for somebody that's exactly your type you know, if you're interested, you should reach out to them. So I'm like, okay, cool. And the dates worked, and, you know, it's, like, in a real theater in L.A. It's, a, it's called the Stella Adler Theater. So although I'm not, like, aspiring to be a theater actor, I think it's still, like, a lot of the same principles or, and rules to acting apply. And theater acting is so much more, like, grandiose. So it's, like, a good opportunity for me to even just, like, build more skills, you know?
0: Yeah, you don't have a live crowd.
1: Well, you have to be very—you have to be like bigger. Your personality needs to be like bigger than it would be like for something on screen. Like you get to be really? exaggerated, yeah, because you, because you're you're talking to the last row of the audience of maybe a two hundred person theater. Yeah, that's why they're yelling the whole time, I guess. So. Yeah, and you've been to plays. You know, we've we've dragged you to. You know like the lion king and shit you know like i I
0: think i went to a couple they're they're very
1: exaggerated like think about them like i'm not trying to like stereotype like male theater actors but they're like maybe different than like uh i feel like i'm digging myself a hole here i'm not trying to say they're all gay or anything but i mean you know like they're very (laughs) like like think about the guy from have you ever seen the movie birdcage
0: about like flamboyant?
1: Yeah, like, but there like, but more, yes, but not in a, not in a gay way always. No, in
0: a uh, straight flamboyant
1: way. And sometimes gay, but either way, yeah, like, you know, a little bit. I oh, listen, it. the one dude in my play is gay. So, and oh, he's, I, I mean, I figure. But he's playing a They're straight guy. the
0: best at acting or in a play, you know? I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that at all. But
1: I am not good at playing Ethel. And I'm nervous now because I feel like I'm going to fuck this whole play up. And then the guy or gal who wrote it, is not it wasn't even there. The playwright, it's called, uh from San Francisco.
0: Oh, hell is she at? Yeah.
1: Well, he or she, I don't know if it's a man or uh, a woman. They're wow, in San Francisco because this is just the director that I was dealing with, and everything gotcha. that I did. Tyler, here's what I'll I'll sum it up. Everything are I you did. Sure
0: this is a this is a play going on because it sounds like nobody who even like put this thing together are actually. There.
1: Well, I'll have to give you an update on what happens <laughs> next time or when I come home because. It's it's definitely thrown together last minute. The play is f- actually funny. I can't really figure out, though, like what my role is yet. So I'm going to have to like do that later. <laughs> and I have another rehearsal tomorrow. Um, but here's OK. Here's how disorganized it is. You know, I am going to bitch about this for a minute because I when she told me I got cast in the role, it was over two weeks from when I tried out for it. And she's like told me on Saturday. She's like, you got we'd love for you to be in the play. And our first rehearsal is, f- is from two to five on Monday. And I, and this is just this past Saturday. I was like, dude, I didn't even think I got the role or the part because I'm like, I got shit to do. So I had to like move all this stuff around. So then I told her, I said, that's, f-. and then she sent me the dates for a performance, which is August 2nd through August 6th. And then if we win some award, it's like August 27th or something. And so I said, that's fine. I can do it because she said, make sure you can like do it, like look over the dates and make sure you can do it. And I said, yeah, that's fine. This is when I'm still playing the the role of Brianna, the one I tried out for. Right. So then I, um, te- I made sure to text her back cause we have each other's numbers. And I said, all the dates look good. I'm not ex- extremely sure if you're trying to have like another rehearsal in between, um, tomorrow's rehearsal and the dates. But if you are just FYI, I'm going to be out of town from July 26th to July 30th. And she gave me a thumbs up and said, "Np, no problem. So then when I'm there today, She's like, "How does everybody's Wednesday morning look for um, another rehearsal?" And everybody goes around the room and, he, and he, here shitty Ethel is like, uh, "I I'm not going to be here." And the look on her face was like, "I hate you. You're not playing Ethel, right? How how the playwright wrote the Ethel part, and you well, now you told her.
0: Already, I know.
1: That's what I'm saying. I'm bitching because I'm like, I don't want to. I don't, like wanna, person, I I don't either. And I'm like, why am I in a?" sand trap right now. Like why am I playing Ethel? I don't even look like her and I'm not old. And also I fucking told you, dude, like there's four people in this play. <laughs> and and you can't have rehearsal. <laughs> it, like,
0: there's only there's four people. Yes. Is it for like
1: a I don't so know. So is it
0: like um how big would the crowd be for this play? That's a
1: great question. I hope very small. I hope nobody yeah. even comes because no, I'll figure Ethel out. I mean, I'm a professional. I'll figure out how to play the role. That's fine. But I just, I'm more annoyed that it's like, this is LA for you sometimes though. I'm telling you, like, this is ridiculous because it's like so thrown together. Like it's it'd be one thing if it was NBC. And I was like, hey, I'm not free these dates. And then they're like, what do you mean you're not free these dates? Even though I told you 12 times. But it's because people don't pay attention. But it's different if you're doing a play for Peanuts and they make you switch your fucking role like four minutes before like it's time to start rehearsing and then they're like what well we really need you we really need you to work on your perspective because i don't think you know what your character is and i'm like no fucking shit i don't know what my character is i I don't know i don't identify with anybody named ethel like i'm i can do some stuff but this is this is horseshit so yeah that's what i was doing today anyway in a nutshell (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That's so I'm. i now. I'm kind of like. Yeah, I'm. Ha- I'm gonna have to see it through, and I'm sure it's gonna be great. And if it is, I'm sure I actually will be promoting it on social media. But yeah, today was a. It was a new learning. It was a new LA learning curve for Philly girl here. It's like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my life?
0: <laughs> well, at least it's entertaining. You know, I like. I just ran around the ring yesterday working, so you well, got me beat.
1: There. This is my life, okay. I know that's why we're, when I was talking to Megan the other day, um, I was telling her I was like, "Yeah, like I play beach football now, and like I hung out with like the guy from Entourage is on the team." Well, I don't know, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna rewatch Gossip Girl for the <laughs> second time." That's what's going on with me, but you know, it's there's, uh, but I still, I'm actually very excited to come home to Philly because when in August because I miss all the food I found um yeah. a food truck here it actually ironically parks up the street from my house sometimes called the uh South Philly experience and right. they make uh cheesesteaks and they but is
0: it like a Philly cheesesteak or mm, is it just like a knockoff cheesesteak
1: everywhere does everywhere but Philly and like I I South Jersey and the tri-state area does a knockoff cheesesteak but here so obviously here does LA does but this truck, this food truck, is um, was created by people from Philly. So they get the steak right because for some reason all over the country, if anyone makes Philly cheesesteaks and you're not using flank, it's flank steak, right? Yeah. Well, or skirt steak. But you, but, you know, it's the main one people
0: use. But, but there's places that change it up in Philly, too. So, I mean, there's different. Style cheese.
1: Steaks. Yeah, but in California, a lot of places use tri tip. That's not a thing, and also I don't, and and ribeye I don't know what that is. and ribeye. I know because we don't have tri tip on the East Coast, and then ribeye. But well, also, how the
0: hell are you gonna make a Philly cheesesteak and not even use like something close to the meat that we use?
1: Well, here it's fl- it's flank steak and and skirt steak. Skirt steak is a close second. Um, yeah. And when I used to work at uh, this place called Weber's Cafeteria. I was like their short order cook. So I used to have to make Philly cheesesteaks. So they taught me how to like um, make it real thin. So they'll even use the right steak, but then they fail to make it th- um, thin enough. So this place actually makes the meat thin enough. So that's so it's a start. And they're not putting all like crazy like spices in there and trying to fuck it up because other places have done that. But the only thing that will ever be wrong so they, they get it pretty close. But people will say they get it right. Right. And I'm like, No they don't get it right. Nobody will ever get it right because it's the bread. You can't yeah, that's make, what I'm saying they don't have the it. Bread. They don't have it. Cause nah. you know why the water is different here. So it's like why San Francisco can make a good sourdough, but Philly or like the East coast can't make sourdough because the bread for the dough is different. And you can't really ship out like ambrosia rolls, ambrosia rolls because, um, Amorosa. And, um, Amorosa that's what I meant. Um, and the uh, and uh, who else is it? Who's the other one?
0: Um, that's my favorite. I, no, it's Amorosa. I've said it wrong. Yeah, Amorosa. Of... Um, trying to think of. Well, it's ba-
1: it's basically a torpedo roll. Del Bono? Del yeah, it's like art. it's like hard on the outside, but soft yeah. on the inside. We can't do that here. So, the bread is soft, and it, so what happens with a cheesesteak is when the bread is soft, because you can't achieve that like perfect. Hard outside, soft inside. When the bread is just soft all the way through, even though it's like a roll, right? Um, mm-hmm. It the grease soaks to the outside. So off yeah. the bat, if you don't start eating that within five minutes, it's a piece of shit. It's gross. Yeah.
0: It's so, hard to travel. It definitely is a hard sandwich to travel it, with. I, I I've tried it. It doesn't work. It's not. It's still not terrible, but it's you know you have to eat it right after they cook
1: it. No, I know. And and you even do on the East Coast. So you can imagine on the West Coast, yeah, exactly. I literally walk three blocks to the South. Sa- I follow them on Twitter just so I know where they are if I'm craving a cheesesteak because <laughs> they, they do get everything else right. The bread is just wrong. but And it's the first place in... But that's the
0: problem everywhere that tries to make a Philly cheesesteak is just the... Yeah, the bread is the whole, like, Yeah. It's, it half at a sandwich.
1: No, but they do more stuff wrong because when I used to live in Carmel... Um, there was that place. I don't know if I ever took you there. Is an Irish bar called Brofies, and they made a pretty decent Philly cheesesteak. But I remember my ex-husband and I, who is also from South Jersey, when we used to sit there, we would literally. I remember we one time analyzed the cheesesteak for like 15 minutes. That one of my friends that was visiting in from Kentucky, um, from call from Clemson, was like, I have never met two people in my life that literally just analyzed food, like that no one else fucking even understands like to this level like you guys are talking about something that I don't even know what you're saying but it was because we were like okay what did they get right what did they get wrong it's not a matter of if it tastes good or not it's a matter of if it's yeah. a real cheesesteak or not and so they were putting cilantro in there like what the fuck are you doing you know yeah, no. and uh, then that there, okay. the meat was correct, but it was too chunky. They weren't slicing it thin enough. So I'll, I'll go all over the. Con- I'll start a show on the Food Network that's like. Fix your Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be as cool as this play I'm in.
0: But you'll see too, though. I mean, they, they've rated and done obviously cheesesteak challenges around here. Actually, there's a cheesesteak festival coming up.
1: Oh my God! When is, is cool. it? Oh, it makes me oh, want to cry. Man, I'm I so check happy. The date on that. I oh God, You gotta, gotta go to that. You gotta go to that I, for all of us. Take pictures.
0: I went when they first did it, but they kind of didn't do it right. They um, uh they had like you you paid a certain amount of money and you got like you you got like a piece of cheesesteak from each place, but it wasn't enough. I don't know. They I, I hear it's gotten Sounds better, like but life. the the first year I went, it didn't really work, and it was in the link, so they have it in the link, so it's kind of cool, but um but like i was saying each place does have a little like a different style i would say like that place when you came here for actually brett's show the last time oh that joe's. place
1: was good yeah joe's is good
0: uh, that was that's actually still my favorite and that and the reason why is it's the most classic like style out of any of them mm-hmm. um it's just like they don't try too many things it's just a like a basic cheesesteak, but it's the way they cook it. It's the, it's the right type of bread, and, like, you have to eat it, like, right when it comes out kind of thing. And they pretty much set it up that way on purpose.
1: Yeah. Um, and nothing,
0: nothing's rushed there, so they don't they don't rush it like the other places, and I think that's the issue with some of them.
1: Well, um, yeah, yeah, that's a great point because the culture that, like, uh, Pat's and Geno's has created – Is that like Rush Job? No, neither. And people will always say to me when I say I'm from Philly, they'll say Pats or Geno's, and I'll say neither. And I'll say, you know, gun to my head, I'll choose Pats all day long. Yeah, me too. Because Geno's is Cheese Whiz. Geno's is Cheese Whiz. But, but I'm like, I like Lorenzo's on fucking South Street. I like Joe's. Lorenzo's
0: gets uh, a lot of people that I even know. Del Sandro's is a good one.
1: There's so many good ones. Um, there's even a place that does a, a good roast beef on the corner. What is that place? Uh, uh fuck.
0: John's Roast Pork?
1: Yeah. Mm, is it, no. That one um Ricks? No, I'm making it up. We used to go there in gyms? high school. Gyms. Oh, is gyms. It is a it gym. It's 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 gym. so freaking many
0: places <laughs> that I can, I But you know what? Forget. There's only
1: one Gyms though. Even though Gym is a very common name. That's another yeah. thing that you have to love about Philly culture when it Actually, comes to though, f- food places.
0: Gyms, I think Jim's actually spread now. I think
1: there's a couple of them. There's a
0: couple of Jim's popular,
1: but you, but you'd like here, here in LA, you're never going to just see Jim's, Joe's, Pat's, Gino's, Lorenzo's. And, and if Jim's tried to fucking franchise himself and expand, that might be difficult anywhere else, but Philly, because it's the, just the name Jim. Jim is a very common name, but I, it's Jim's and they have the best roast beef. They're right on the corner and they had really good cheesesteaks. And Joe's, you're right about that. Joe's is one of the best. So it, that's what I love about like Philly, like food culture is like just the names of the places. Like, yeah. And, but, but also this stigma that Pats and Geno's, it's all marketing. Somehow they figured out yeah. marketing way back when to be like, Hey world, or maybe not world. Cause people in Russia don't fucking care about Pats and Geno's, but like United States, people in London aren't like, Oh, machinos, but but they've created this stigma, so that's why you go, and it's kind of the same thing as like uh, maybe like Shore Pizza, like Macamankos. I don't know, Macamankos is pretty damn good though. But like if you go to any place anywhere that has good pizza, for example, switching gears to pizza, um, they're gonna it's gonna be probably as good as the guy next door or the girl next door because yeah. like it's just about marketing like i think yeah. there's places it's called man it's just called mancos now it used to be called mac and mancos but yeah i mac- got in a fight Ma- no, no 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 and Ma- got in the argument well now. they got into an argument you know mac i heard the true story so mac is in jail for embezzlement <laughs> really? so that's why it's just mancos and mancos now yeah uh, it was uh, like uh, carl's jr and hardy's except well, mac went to jail because <laughs> that's new jersey for you <laughs> But and I guess my that's point is, anyway. but my point is, is that like Tony's down the block probably still has pretty kick-ass pizza. It's just like this marketing that most people know about the area. I don't know how popular Mac and Manco's is, though. I'm kind of getting off on a food tangent because oh, no, I'm it's hungry. No, it is it is in Ocean City. And but that's kind of how Pats and Genos are, where it's like everyone's like Pats or Gino's, And I'm like, you know what? I don't fucking appreciate standing in pat's line and then they're like wit, wit out," and if you don't know get out of line and then you sit in a picnic table i'm sorry i'm i don't need that because i don't need to think that quickly just so you're trying to like create some w- weird philadelphia culture for me because you're doing it for touristy purposes you're being a dick to tourists because that's what they do you know if, if you don't order quickly enough they kick you out of line yeah, I know. No. That's but not if real. If you,
0: if you don't speak English, I think,
1: too. That, but that's not real. Well, <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> it's kind of racist, too. Well,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I think that they have a sign that says that.
1: <laughs> I don't even know if you're allowed to have a sign that says that, but I guess maybe. I know. But don't you think that they, ex- that they like, exploit Philadelphia-like culture a little bit? Because that's not how Philly is. Like, you go to any place, if you are taking a minute to decide what you want, you're not getting <laughs> kicked out of line. It makes us look like assholes.
0: Well, I mean, again, with the whole Philly thing, apparently mm. uh, we're not assholes.
1: That's kind of so. where I was going with it, was uh, right. was that, like, I don't think that that helps. And you brought up a good point before about just, like, media. Remember we were talking about the Sixers before and, like, oh, they wanted this, like, story to, like, crush on Philadelphia fans and blah, 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 and all that stuff. I had a whole argument the other day with a guy from Pittsburgh and I and he was trying to like get aggro with me. And I was like, mister, we don't have any problems. Like, I think your part of the state doesn't count. Like, I would never like say, like, oh, I'm from Pittsburgh. uh, I grew up in a factory. Like, no. So, like, yeah. And they're trying to talk all this shit to me. And I'm like, you know what, man? You're not in the NFC East. So it's like we we have enough problems as it is, you know, winnings for the birds if you will. Yeah, seriously. So, I yeah, so I, I feel like um, even Pittsburgh people are like, whatever Philly, and I'm like, whatever weird, you should, you're pro- you're like practically in Ohio. Like, you have yeah, pac- you know?
0: I mean, and there's never really, I mean, I feel like there's never really been a big rivalry between Steelers and Eagles I don't think either. so
1: either, but I, this guy was trying to start with me simply because I'm a Philly fan and sometimes people just like think they're, they should be ready for a fight, you know? And I'm like, get yourself ready for a bad cheesesteak. Don't get yourself ready for a fight because there isn't one. I
0: feel like people just antagonize Philly fans too, uh, just because.
1: Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, I want to say one uh, clarifying thing here as we wrap up. So we were talking about the Sixers. uh, We were talking about. The Sixers last time, obviously, they're just in uh, summer league right now. But um, we were talking about Iverson a lot, and I made a comment that he was in an, a league and I referred to it as like an N1 league, and I was mistaken. I meant to say the big three league, the one that Ice Cube runs. He's not doing much, so there's not a lot to talk about there. In fact, he, um, he posted a video apologizing to Philadelphia fans because uh, he didn't play in Philly.
0: When he they just played there on the
1: 16th, so he's coaching yeah. now. Well, I guess he got hurt or something, but I heard he's not doing so good. So maybe it's yeah, for the best. Not. We but don't want him. We we don't want him to go out like that. Oh, one thing I did want to say about the Sixers, as we wrap up, what do you think the odds are that we could get LeBron James? You think uh,
0: I don't think it's high. I think it's just all media. He even said that he's not leaving um, Cleveland. Actually, I think yesterday, earlier today. I don't, I don't know. I don't think he would really actually entertain the idea. I think he does like Ben Simmons, and that was the only reason why yes. it was even like a talk. But I, I honestly don't see it happening.
1: What do, What do you think it would look like if we had LeBron James, though?
0: Well, if we had LeBron, <laughs> we'd probably definitely be making the playoffs and making a run at it. That would be really
1: cool. So yeah. I think I think Philly would be pro LeBron. Don't you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, say what you want about LeBron, but. If they ever noticed that LeBron always makes the finals pretty much every year.
1: Yeah, if you haven't um, noticed, everybody. LeBron's like, it's like a little slice of heaven, except in our case it would be like a little slice of cheesecake. Cheesesteak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and cheesecake, too, you know.
1: And cheesecake. We have pretty damn good cheesecake.
0: We have good food. It's all fatty food, but it's still pretty good food. Oh, man,
1: I gain five pounds every time I go back east. I go straight to Wawa, get a hoagie. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, try living here and like going on a <laughs> diet or actually eating healthy. It's like literally hard, impossible. Yeah, what's well, tr- impossible?
1: Well, you know, I do have to say that's one thing for L.A. We and well, the West Coast. I shouldn't just say L.A. in general. We, uh, it's really easy to to find good dieting plans like kale smoothies, you know, the whole nine. But I am excited to go back east and like eat my face off. And before. Yeah, when I visited
0: you, I probably lost about ten pounds, and I was only there for like two days.
1: <laughs> it was probably just from laughing at all my jokes.
0: <laughs> well, well, that too. There you go.
1: <laughs> well, on that note, I am um, excited to come home in a couple weeks, and I think we'll have to film an episode in person because that'll be cool. Then you won't yeah, sound okay. like a yeah. so distant, and we can just like we can just like eat hoagies and um, talk more about stuff that's going on since you know the Phillies are shitting the bed. Basketball, is not a lot happening. Eagles, there's always stuff to talk about, but there'll be more as training camp goes on in a couple weeks. So we will yeah, pick so it.
0: I'm waiting for fantasy football over here. Oh,
1: I, I, just, I just sleep until then, basically.
0: That's pretty much what happens over here, too. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks again for joining me. We're both tired. I'm in a play. You are in a torrential downpour in a house, in a bedroom yeah. of... That belongs <laughs> to me that has no bed. So this is where we're at, guys. This is uh, uh, Philly Bro Talk number three. And um, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tay.
0: Well, thanks for having me, as always.
1: As always. I only have one brother, so it wouldn't be Philly right. Bro Talk without you. Oh, yeah. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not just blowing your head up.
0: Uh, All right. Well, talk to you next time.
1: <laughs> All Late. right. All
0: right. See-